Welcome to Hustle and Motivate, presented by JokerMag.com. On this podcast, I chat with real-life underdogs in the world of sports, entertainment, and more. We focus on their mindset, how they got started, what they're up to now, and how they overcame adversity on the path to greatness. All right, I'm here with Anthony John, a Long Island-based rapper. Excited to have him on the show today. How's it going, man? I'm all right. What's up, brother? How are you? Good. I'm doing really good. Excited to have you on. I've been following your freestyles on Instagram, and uh, I'm just curious to know how you got started with everything. Well, first of all, let me say thank you. Um, how I got started with everything was my brother, really. Uh, what he did, he would... Older brother? Yeah, my older brother. Uh, he would drive me in the car to school, and he would play Eminem or Usher or... What really hooked me, Little Wayne, because Little Wayne is uh, my biggest inspiration. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the epitome of a superstar, really. And, yeah, uh, I just wanted to be like that. I remember hearing Lollipop for the first time, and I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, this guy is a superstar!" So that's really how I got into it. Um, I started making parody songs uh, that were really, really, really bad. Um, garage <laughs> band, uh, but I, I started, I developed my skill set. Um, and you know, I'm here today and I can actually write. So, so what, what was it about like Lil Wayne? Was it like the fact that he was a superstar, or was it more about like the music he was making? You wanted to make something like that? Uh, the music he was making, the metaphors, the punchlines, the ability to sing but not really sing the ability to go pop go rap go rock yeah that flexibility that uh that he possessed just really captivated me personally and then i actually didn't get into eminem until like later in his career like 2011 ish mm-hmm. like oh, wow. eminem and then when i heard recovery eminem i was like pretty much the same thing he's kind of he can go pop, he can go rap, and then just the punchlines and the emotion that he has in his verses, you know, they're just crazy. Yeah. So how old were you when you when you first heard like Lil Wayne and all that stuff, like Lollipop? That was what, like two thousand seven? Two thousand eight ish around there. I, I started late. Um I would have been eleven, twelve then. You started late at eleven years old? Yeah, I mean <laughs> I didn't really listen to rap, bro. <laughs> yeah. Usually, you know, people who rap, they start, like, yeah. they listen to it from the beginning, but, you know. So, you ever since that moment, you had the atten- intention of, like, carving out your own career in music? Um, I wouldn't say ever since that moment. I would say that moment is when I fell in love with music. Okay. I, I never knew I wanted to be an artist until I just started fucking around with it. Oh, can I curse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was fucking around with it on, uh, <laughs> on uh, you know, GarageBand and shit. And even then, I didn't know I was gonna be, you know, trying to go after a career in this. But you know, it just happened to work out that way because I started getting good, you know, or at least I thought I started getting good. And when when did you start think start believing that you were good? When was that? Um, I'd probably say around high school. I wasn't very popular in high school. Um, mm-hmm. so this was 
an outlet for me. Uh, I really, I had a couple close friends and even some of my close friends, I was very shy. I was, uh, didn't really, you can even ask like anybody in school. I didn't talk at all. It's amazing. You even have me on this interview because like <laughs> fucking quiet as shit. Like one word out of the whole day, you'll get out of me. Wow. Um, but yeah, that was my outlet. So the way I expressed my creativity, like my pain, creativity, uh, my stories, everything like that. And what kind of stuff were you writing about back then? Uh, well, since I was a big Little Wayne fan, I was rapping about pussy, money, weed. Obviously, <laughs> shit, shit I didn't get. But um, it's, you draw from your inspirations. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's how what I was rapping about. And when did you start taking it serious? Like, was it was it like the start of high school? You were like, I'm gonna be a rapper, or like, did you start telling your friends? I started taking it serious probably later on in high school. Uh, I was rapping with my friends. Like, we were all mess around. My boy, who actually plays baseball, he uh, he's really good, but he never took it as serious as me. Um, end of high school, I released my mixtape, and that was like, all right. A couple people sold my, a couple people bought my mixtape, and like that mm -hmm. was enough confidence for me. Like, if a couple people could buy my mixtape, maybe you know I'm decent. And then yeah. I won. Actually, this year I won the Funk Flex contest, um, where I submitted freestyle, and he selected me to perform with a boogie and uh, Jay Critch yeah it, it, and what was that what was that moment like for you when you heard that he selected you it was actually crazy because he he let me know at the last minute like literally the last minute like the contest <laughs> went on for like two weeks and the show was on that sunday i wake up sunday morning i thought he wasn't gonna pick anybody i wake up sunday morning he hits my manager and he says yo your boy won I was like, I was so ecstatic. I was like, oh my God, he couldn't let me, you know, know beforehand, but you know, it's Funk Flex, you can do whatever you want. So, yeah. So, and so you went there, you went to the studio that night? I went to the show that night. Show. Yeah, his birthday bash was that night. Uh, I was me, my boy, my boy and his girl, and I opened up for them. I actually. I performed my song with Crooked Eye of Slaughterhouse. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was releasing that song at the time, and I gave everybody a little snippet of that song. Um, it's called Attention Span. And, yeah, the week after, I actually went to the YouTube studios with Funk Flex, and I spit a little freestyle with him, and that's on YouTube as well. Yeah, I saw – I was just watching that. Ah. What was like? What was he like when you were talking? He's actually uh, he was nice, very nice guy. He's, he's really quiet though. He was uh, surprising me because on air he's like you know all loud and everything. He was really quiet, gentle guy, but he very genuine and nice. And did you get to meet a boogie too? A boogie, I did not get to meet. Um, <clears throat> I opened like an hour or so before he he actually showed up, mm -hmm. but I probably could have if I really wanted to. But yeah. I was by the bar getting drinks. So, <laughs> and who are some who are some of the guys you like now, rap rap wise? I'm very, very stubborn. I really don't like rap now. As weird as that sounds. Um, yeah. If I had to choose, I'd pick Tory Lanez when he raps. But then again, he's not even really a rapper. Uh, <laughs> 
but he can body like half of the rappers out now. Um, J. Cole, uh, outstanding, but I still like M. Everybody hates on M now. Yeah, but I that's like the cool thing to yeah, do is hate exactly. on exactly. I think it's just because I don't know, people like Lil Baby instead of instead of real rappers, but I don't know. So, would you say that that's a part of your goal is to bring it back to lyricism? Um, I think so. Uh, my goal personally is just to have my family set. Um, my family's yeah. done so much for me, uh, that I feel like I have to give back to them. Like, I don't care if I change the rap game or not. Like, obviously I love the rap game, but honestly, I want to make sure my family is set before I do think about anything, you know, like that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great goal, dude. That's a great, uh, purpose. And that probably drive really drives you like the days you're really not feeling it or yeah dude i was actually just writing um writing writing a cypher verse uh i've been busy all week i have an internship and uh, i don't get home i leave my house at 6 a.m and i get home at 7 p.m and i'm just tired as fuck and i'm just like i just want to go to sleep but i you know i just stay up and i write and this cypher verse is coming out crazy so <laughs> yeah Everyone, everyone that's listening, look out for that. Yes, definitely. Should be dropping around um, Christmas. So sweet. It's a perfect time to drop. Yeah, and then I have another Christmas uh, freestyle coming out then too, like to an actual awesome. Christmas beat. So, oh yeah. Um. So do you ever, do you ever get any hate? I mean, you have like, what you have like nine, almost like ten thousand followers on Instagram. Close. I'm sure there's some Close to people in your in your comments that are like hating on you or people you went to high school with that are like, what is this kid doing? Uh, yeah. All the time, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just the nature, nature of the game. Some people, they don't like my voice, which is understandable. I don't like Kendrick Lamar's voice. Um, what else? I got a couple people saying that, Oh, he's just don't want to be Eminem, which I don't try to sound like Eminem, but it just happens, you know? I think it's the nasal voice that I have. Um, another person was like, oh, no substance in his music. And I was just like, did you listen to Grievances? Or, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, things like that. It doesn't really get to me, honestly, because yeah. I know that I'm good. I don't need anybody to validate me, especially when Funk Flex picked me. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the only validation I need, honestly. Um, but yeah that's the so let's let's go back to that like just having that like unrelenting confidence how did that start to grow because you were talking about how you were really shy and now you seem you seem just like you're really comfortable with yourself um you know how did that develop over time was that like partly just getting better at rapping like um i would say so uh like i would say everyone like struggling with themselves, go out and find something that you're passionate about. Because if you find something that you're passionate about and you put your all into it, no matter, like, even if you suck, you're going to suck at the beginning. If you keep building, you'll eventually get good or get better and then get even better and better and better. And you're, you're not worried about what other people think because you're always focused on your passion, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And it's you against yourself. You're not competing with anyone else. It's exactly. If you think, if you think yourself, about yes. what anybody else has to think, that then it's, I don't know. 
it's not worth it. So we were talking about it before, but we at Joker Mag we like to talk about the underdog mentality. Yeah. You know, having having that hunger for success when the odds are stacked against you. So do you view yourself as an underdog? Uh definitely. Um uh, there's no lyricist in the game anymore, you know? Um, even my friend, like I was talking to him and he was like, Oh yeah, you can make it as a rapper. Like he, he genuinely believes I can make it as a rapper and I believe I can make it as a rapper too. But the way he said it, it's like, you can make it as a rapper, but you can be like a Joel Ortiz type, you know, like kind of underground, like a Mark battles Mm -hmm. type. He was saying it very like genuine, but the way it came off, it was like, Oh, you can't be mainstream or you can't be a big, big artist. Um, things like that. Like, why can't I be big artists like that? You know? So in a way, I, I think I'm an underdog. Um, and I don't have the, the superstar look that a lot of other people do. Like I don't have fucking dreadlocks and face tats. So that's why other people may not look at me as like, you know, the typical rapper, but mm-hmm. I think so. I think uh, I'm an underdog. So of, of everything you've done thus far, and this is probably a stupid question to ask, what's the one thing you're most proud of? Um, I mean, it's definitely the funk flex thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely the funk flex thing, but it's gotta be. I have I have other things like working with Crook. That was very, very uh, good experience. Um, I also have a song with Cassidy coming out. So wow, yeah. And he bodied it. I said, I, it's actually a good story because I, I hit him up. He was like, yeah, let's do it. He heard my, my shit with Flex and he said, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, okay. But he's like, you got to send me the beat tonight. I'm in the studio. And I was like, oh shit, I'm scrambling because I don't know what beat I want to fucking send him. I don't even have a verse on the thing. So uh, I, I finally find a beat. I send him the beat. He gives it back to me in three hours with wow. the verse. I was like, holy sh... And he bodied it, too. That's a professional, right? Yeah, there. dude. Cassidy's one of the goats, bro. And what's what kind of feedback do you get from these guys? Like, you're you're bumping shoulders with all these guys Oh, well, um, been in the game. I did a cypher with... Uh, well, not with Joel, but Joel Ortiz was uh, at one of the events that uh, was, holding, was holding a cypher. And I spit probably one of the dopest freestyles of my life and he was like yo i expect to bump heads with you in the future and because uh, like what the shit i heard tonight was crazy and even when i was working with crook uh i asked him like yo what'd you think of my verse or whatever he's like dude you bodied that shit wow i was like to get that kind of feedback from you know guys who have worked with eminem or you know jay-z or the game like yep it's crazy and our top tier lyricist themselves you know so it's like i don't know it's crazy and then and the fact that like you have this confidence but now it's like a newfound con like extra confidence now because you're hearing from guys that are like really established exactly no one can tell me shit (laughs) like uh, hey that's cool it's great but yeah. these guys who have made it in the rap game <laughs> have told me that I'm good. <laughs> so, I don't know. Exactly. I like to ask everyone this. Um, if you had to pick 
what's the one thing you wish you knew when you were just starting out? Uh, I wish I knew not to take things so seriously, even with the hate. Like, it it used to get to me because, again, I was shy in high school and, and whatever. And, like, I always used to think every little thing was fucking wrong that I did. I just let everything be. Take things as it comes. Don't take anything too seriously because it doesn't matter in the end, you know? Like, whether, you know, it's a relationship or a friendship or someone just hating on you or anything. All this shit doesn't matter in the end. So. It's true. Life goes on. Yeah, exactly. So that- And there really isn't, like, a blueprint for, like, artists nowadays in general. Like, with all this social media and stuff, like, there's no conventional way to go about it. Like, you, you never know if you're doing something right or wrong. Yeah. And even like, I don't know, if I don't get like amazing amount of feedback on a song, I still get bummed out about it. But, you know, take it in stride and, you know, keep going. Like, yeah, it's not the end of the world, you know? Yeah, exactly. And and you're getting you're getting out there like every day, aren't you? Like you're coming out with new stuff pretty much like every day. Uh, decent amount, yeah. Uh, with school, I slowed down a little bit, but I, I used to be dropping freestyles, like, crazy, like, almost every day. Um, actually, I have, uh, what is that new song? Takashi 69 and Tory Lanez, what is that? Uh, Kika, I think it is. I have freestyle that's just me freestyling with all T words. So literally huh. all T words because at the end of the song, uh, fucking Tory Lanez is like, uh, it's fucking, oh wait, you can't say that no more. I'm just going to use all T words. So I just use all T words and, uh, that's coming out in a couple of days. Wow. K, so that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It was difficult, but I bet it was, dude. <laughs> How many words can you really rhyme together that are, <laughs> that brought, that, yeah, dude, let's start with T. So before we wrap this up, what's one piece of advice you'd give for people who might be a little hesitant to pursue their dreams or people who are struggling to overcome the haters or any type of adversity? Um, I would say just take it in stride, you know, um, do focus on yourself because people are going to come and go. And most, most, you know, most people are fake now. Uh, I'm just going to say it. So, um, yeah. It doesn't really matter. If you know that you're true to yourself and you just keep going, just push through, follow your passion, get better, get better, get better, get your money, make sure you're straight, then, you know, everything's set. This is one more. We're going to see how you do under pressure. Can you give us a little uh, underdog freestyle? All right. Do we need a beat? You want a beat? Do we need one or no? I mean, I could just spit acapella. Uh, oh, cool. Let's do that. All right. These people telling me I should go ghost, right? Probably because they want me to go ghost, right? Mental health bars on low life on most nights. But a glimmer of hope with every post like. Pathetic, I know, right? Sorry, I don't know perfection. Thoughts be racing when I hold the weapon. Should I shoot myself? And that's a loaded question. But you come at me and be the one trying to flex it. I grab a pussy like who won the election. 
Only fight I've lost is the one with depression because you pale in comparison, albino complexion. But I'm loving all the hate now. I'm a little shook because I'm looking at the stage now. But I still performed it and I tore the fucking place down. What you call that? That's a nervous fucking breakdown. Uh, shit. Wow. <laughs> That's creative. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. All right, bro. Well, this is a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my I'm excited first interview, to see you with the so future. Thank you for uh, taking my interview, Virginity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really dope. And do you want to tell? Do you want to tell our listeners where they could find you on social media and uh, stuff like that? Yeah, social media. You can find me at Anthony X John. Um, post my freestyles every week on there, and on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can find me. Anthony, John, uh, my new song with Mark Battles is on there. It's called Grievances. It's another underdog story. So, uh, yeah. Word. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you for having me, brother. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or if you learned something new, smash that subscribe button and leave us a quick review. Hustle and Motivate is presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog.